Uh, season finale, I think. Yeah, season yeah. Fin- season, season finale. finale. Yeah, it's 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 thank God, right? It's We're, been crazy, crazy season, crazy man. season, long, but season. a good one. Oh, for sure. Okay. All right. Well. So, how you guys are doing this week? We're watching Ethan lick salt off his hands. We're all pretty <laughs> pepper. Close enough. Salt and pepper, or just pepper? Oh, well, he pepper. he did salt earlier, so. Man, mm. oh, that's so much. Oh my god. Oh. 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 Ladies and gentlemen, they're welcome to give someone five dollars. You can see his face start shrinking, shriveling up. Anyways, Jeffy, it's been a fun week. Oh yeah, it's been a fun I week. It's been a very interesting week in the hockey meet as well as outside of our <laughs> hockey. Outside the studio <clears throat> in the hockey world. Yep. Just I know you had a lot of good week, Kyle, on your little trip you had. Yeah, little trip to Kings Island. Uh, just a quick little one-day trip. But uh, or two day trip, stayed in a nice hotel and that had a water park in it. But uh, yeah, other than that, typical week, typical work week, boring. <laughs> yeah. But, I took the back half of this week off, so I've been oh, there you go. redoing Most the ha- redoing the house. I said it's been steady at work. Nice so soon. Okay. I'm happy. I don't take much I can't complain. Time, if at all. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. No. This week was genuinely probably the closest I've ever come to legitimately walking out of a job. So That's just bad. just walk out again. Almost. That bad? Oh, yeah. From my management making accusations about me because I'm one man running an entire shop by myself on the second shift. So, I'll just leave it at that. I don't want to get too... I've been there, done that, brother. Too yeah. balls deep into it, but I I was literally sitting here like, this is not fucking good for me. I don't need to be here. Been so. there, done that. Understandable. <laughs> Yeah, I I have genuinely never wanted to close my penis in a car door so bad in my life. Nice. <laughs> I would have found more enjoyment out of that. No, I need 102 episodes of these random fucking lines that Ethan spreads out. You're welcome, okay? <laughs> we need to make t-shirts of just Ethan quotes. No. <laughs> that, that, that should be our merch line, just Ethan quotes. No. That might not be, be work appropriate, and that might be very nice. We'll have appropriate and not appropriate Ethan quotes. Yeah, because I can see I can see little Timmy going to like fifth grade wearing a t-shirt saying you knuckle dragon dumb fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I can see that going real well. Or fifty shades of what the fuck? (laughs) Fifty shades of fuck got hit in the no, you got hit in the face with fifty pounds of what the fuck. All right. No, I think when we do our merch store, we'll do regular logos or whatever, but we will do a limited run. And I will personally write them, I will sign them, I will make a book of all of my one-liners, and we will have them on the merch store, and they will be handwritten and signed. Of your most common one-liners. They will be written. There's some that I've only heard once, but there's some that are repeats that still get me every fucking time. There will be, <laughs> it'll be written by me, it'll be signed by me. So. That'd be hilarious, that'd be so funny. <laughs> All right, how much are you selling them for, and can I get a copy? Yes. Ah, yeah, probably 20 bucks. All right, where's my wall? Right. Where's, where's my I'll wall? I'll take three. I'll take three. Yeah, a lot, a lot of things planned that we got planned in the studio for this offseason, which is why we're cutting it a little bit shorter than we usually do. And as you know, we usually cut it off mid-July-ish. But, uh, Normally right after the We're going to be taking a little bit, little bit of a longer offseason. Uh, that's why when we come back for season four, bigger and better than ever, with you know all the off-season accusations, free agent signings, trades, 
You mean acquisitions? Uh, what did I say? Accusations. Accusations. <laughs> I know there's one I want to talk about. Right, when we team. transition into oh. the NHL. <laughs> no, it's Ron Kane. I know there's one I want to talk about when we transition to the NHL, but um, but yeah, we're like Kyle said, we'll st- we're cutting it short this week, but this season, but that's but we'll start fresh with everything that's happened with this off season. For sure. Okay. Um, Starting off with Jeffy, taking us to the OHL. What's going on this, this week? Yep. Um, Jake Grimes has been hired as the assistant head coach for the Saginaw Spirit. Um, a lot of signings, like coaches and stuff like that in the OHL this week. Um, the Kings um, might as well stick with the hirings. Um, Sudbury Wolves head coach Derek McKenzie is hired as assistant head coach of the Nashville Predators. And his current assistant head coach for the for the Wolves, um, he's been um, hired as the head new head coach for the Sudbury Wolf, Ken McKenzie. Um, Windsor Spitfires head coach Marks um, Safford um, hired as assistant coach for the Calgary Flames. And if a lot of adjustments have been made in the Flint Fibers organization. Um, Hockey operations, Ted Dent steps down as GM, um, as GM, but will remain as head coach. Um, but former assistant head coach, um, McParlin, uh, will, I forgot to say his first name, I don't know why, accidentally. But um, he will be assistant, um, new assistant head coach, um, will be new, in the new general manager, Zavaro Paso will be, will, or turn as assistant head coach in Rejo Rusta Stalin and Paul Fletchy will be assistant head coach for the Flint Firebirds. Excuse me. Um, you mean assistant to the head coach, yes. right? Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, but as for like player wise, um, uh, Kingston Frontenac's graduate Alec Belinger, um, he's committed to the Dalhousie University Tigers for the 2023-2024 season. And Erie Otters UA18 first overall pick, Brett Hammond, has committed to the Erie Otters. Way to go, Brett. Welcome to Erie. I said welcome to Erie. Welcome to the Erie um, home foe. And welcome to the loudest barn in the OHL. Hell yeah. The best damn barn in the OHL, if you ask me. The truest barn. I think yes. one of these Otters games, we should take... Like a uh, noise meter and just see how many amps that little arena. Like how, like how many decibels we can yeah, actually Yeah, actually, how, how many decibels that all of us in that little arena can pump? As I'm telling you, we, even bias or not, I consider Erie being the loudest barn in all of the OHL. Oh, for sure. That's even competing with, like, London, how big their. Oh, also. The Bush, um, Budweiser Gardens is. I mean, I don't know. Listen, they might be like they might like I think a, like on average per night. I think they might like have twice as many people, but we're twice as damn loud. I say even like even on like even if we don't sell out slow nights on like a Wednesday twenty five hundred crowd night, that it still yeah. sounds like they're seven thousand. Yeah, still well, something full. Didn't they say Erie was the Erie was the loudest last year? I want to say that they. Oh, people are always players that come in and out. They're always saying that we're the loudest. 
Well, the players that don't even play for you. The players that just come in and visit us once a year. They're like, yeah, that, that place is a lot of shit. Because we are the best bar. Mm-hmm. Damn straight. Oh, yeah. I I can't remember when it was, but I remember it was like pre-pandemic. And um, I forget who it was. It was like a, a Wednesday night game. And obviously not having many people there. I remember one of the... Uh, one of the opposing team players said, man, I didn't realize it was dressed like a seat day today. And then proceeded to beat their ass. And it was so loud. <laughs> Make me feel, made me feel really good. That's what you gotta love. I feel like I remember that incident. I remember. I remember I don't think I was at one of the final games in Erie before, before the pandemic shut it down. That was sad times. Sad times. Very sad times. Yeah. But you gotta... Appreciate your Otters Nation that they all, oh, yeah. no matter, they always come out regardless. Yeah, no Whether doubt. It's a Wednesday night or Saturday night, man. That, that place is gonna be booming. I'm definitely excited to I'm go in, back I'm to games ex- with y'all. I'm Even excited. if I'm now the officially now, oh, Jesus, <laughs> officially, yeah, officially now the only Buck Poster with no season tickets. No, not yet. I thought you. I thought you Ethan's got him. Ethan's planning on it. I thought you already got him. That's why I said no. That. I haven't yet. Okay. He said he was playing on I have to become a little bit more financially stable. Yeah. That's the same, but that's I'm That's why I'm not financially stable. It's because I bought him. <laughs> yeah, that's the same. You too, baby. I couldn't be more ready. Let's go. Like, that's the same, but I'm in. But at the same time, like I've told you all before, I don't get out of work till mm-hmm. 5.30. Puck drop is at 7, so it's like if I make it, I just make it. Pay mortgage on house, buy your season tickets for otters. <laughs> Obviously, <you're good. laughs> and this hand's feeling and real heavy right now. <laughs> and more jerseys. <laughs> that has to be on a hold, sadly. I mean, we're yeah, going to have an really no. no. Is it going to start? I mean, no. honestly, next, starting next year, I'll be adding more. Well, I hope you know. I filled up a whole second closet just of jerseys. Like I'm not I kidding. Whole, I have a whole one half of my. I have a two door closet. My I whole mean, one half is, is jerseys. You know what you guys should do for your jersey collection? I know we're just. Well, I'll say it when we get in the NHL. I'll start that with the NHL stuff. Um, and then the last thing. Um, move bumping up to the AHL. The Hershey Bears uh, beat the Coachella Valley Firebirds Coachella. in Coachella Valley Firebirds in Game Seven, three to two in overtime to win the Calder oh, Trophy. I saw wow. that. I saw that goal. That was a nice athlete. Connor McMichael's a former London Knight alum, and I. Yeah. Wow. But it was. Not, it is a nice goal, and just. That's a trip that I think we need to make is go to a Hershey Bears game. Oh, no doubt. On Teddy Bear Bears, we'll go to Wilkes-Barre Penguins game, Cleveland Monsters, too. I know Colin. Toledo Walleyes. Yeah. Colin and I were just talking, we were briefly talking last night going up to a Reading, Reading game. And yeah, I, we were talking because obviously the news of uh, Red, the Reading Royals re-signing uh, Brendan Hoffman to a one-year deal, which he was the first one in the roster to re-sign. Um and I realized that, like, at the end of January, there's, like, a three-game homestead in Reading where they play uh, Wheeling, which is obviously the Penguins' ECHO Ooh. affiliate. Okay. And, you know, obviously there's uh, two former otters going up against each other with Hoffman being off Reading. And Owen Hendricks. And Owen Hendricks of Wheeling. Okay. Oh, so it'll be two, yeah. two, two former otters Who, going up. Who's running the ECHO team for? Philly. 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 So we're paying but the good thing with Hoffman's contract. I'm gonna is, wear my Hoffman jersey. Uh, I don't I'll, know. If I'll, I'll rock my own my otter jersey. I was gonna say I'll rock an otter jersey. Oh yeah, I'll rock my otter jersey. Um, but what Colin was saying because we were talking about his contract, his is only he's only his unlike like Donald Damato's and Savannah, 
the Ghost Pirates where he can go up to Henderson. Um, he can only stay in, in Reading. Reading. Okay. Unless he signs like a, a two-way contract between Reading and Lake Valley okay. for him to go up to the minor league affiliate. So. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and as we move into the inch, I kind of want to briefly talk about because it's been confirmed. As for the last two weeks, we've been talking about um, Alex and Brinkins' room contract with since he's not removed. We obviously talked about his contract. Looking at, he was looking at a deal with Detroit. He's now down to three teams. He's looking at Dallas, Pittsburgh, and Detroit. But I didn't. I kind of <clears throat> didn't think about it until last night. Like Ottawa's going to want some out of. Like looking going into the draft this Wednesday, they're gonna want some to get potentially get some out of him. If well, it's his contract. It's not that they have to trade him. His contract expires. Yeah, so they, they, they want, they but they're gonna want, but they're gonna want to get some at least something out of him, like a draft pick or a prospect or something. Yeah, just then then I'll give him up everything just for one player. Yeah, that's the kind of what I was like now looking. I'm like that's kind of debatable. Like, and I was looking at. It, I was telling Colin too. Regardless, if I'm really hoping it's Pittsburgh or Detroit he goes to, but regardless, yes. it's a win-win. Yeah. Like Ethan for Detroit, like and for Bobo and Bobo and Colin and myself, Penguins, we will get to bring it regardless. AKA everybody but Ethan. <laughs> <laughs> but regardless, it's a win-win. Like for I mean, us. regardless, yeah, I'd be happy to see him go to Detroit. Yeah. As much as I see him make another playoff run, how that probably wouldn't happen in Detroit. Mm. Uh, <laughs> it's been 13 years. You should be used to it by now. It's been almost as long for the Penguins, too. For One the cup. year. For the Cup. For the Cup, it's like 2017. We went back-to-back in 16-17. It's been six years for the <laughs> Okay. <laughs> we, we've been to the Cup twice more recently than the... Red Wings have made the playoffs. Okay, they're a dog shit franchise. At least you guys have something. Okay, that's fair. We ha- at least you have something in your front office, whether it was Mario Lemieux or anybody else. We didn't get Stevie Stevie Y in our front office until what? 2020, 2019. Exactly. So fucking tug my nuts. <laughs> okay. But yeah. I want to bring that up since that was confirmed earlier this week that Dembrinket was looking at Dallas, Pittsburgh, and Detroit. Watch him go to Dallas. I mean, I guess we'll find out how true that is. I know last year we were uh, pretty pretty set in stone that Gaudreau was going to go to the Devils, and we obviously saw that didn't happen. No, watch. He's going to make some fucking move, and he's going to be like, I'm going to go to fucking Calgary. I, I wouldn't fucking doubt if Tampa Bay pulls something out of their ass and signs them. <laughs> I don't think they can afford it, though. That's why I said pull something out of their ass and somehow... It, it who, would they, who, would, who do you think that they would get rid of? Something like Brandon Point. Just watch. We're, we're saying pull stuff out of the asses, and, you know, Stevie Y does it all the fucking time. But he's pulling master he, of pulling shit out of his ass. Yeah. No pun intended. But... <laughs> well, just, just look at it, like... Regardless of how big his contract is, he's gonna he's gonna work it out, and yeah. I I have all the confidence in the world that the God sent himself Steve Yeiserman will pull the steel off, and yeah. Alex Brinkett will well, be a Detroit. Well, there's something actually year. else that I saw with Detroit that I thought was pretty interesting because I'm a part of a couple of different fan groups on uh, 
Facebook, and the one group, believe it or not, Elliot Friedman's in there. And uh, very credible source if you're looking for somebody who's not in the mainstream hockey media. He's a good source. He's a very credible source. Um, apparently, both Magnus Helberg and Alex Nedeljkovic are both on their free agent. Are wow. both on their free agent I rosters. Know, uh, I, I know we briefly talked about Nedeljkovic. Like, I didn't realize Helberg was too. That's yes. Gonna... My thought is they're clearing. They are a hundred percent now clearing way for uh, somebody like Helen Buck. Yeah. They're clear. They're clearing that space. For Would Hellebuck. you if you're if they are just looking at your your perspective, Ethan, with Detroit? If they're looking at somebody like Connor Hellebuck, would you obviously most likely Billy Huso would be the would officially become the back most likely the backup and of Hellebuck? But and that'd still be a hell. Of that'd be a, that's tandem, a though. fucking tandem. That that's, that would be that would be the best tandem that Detroit has had in the last ten fucking years. That's yeah, like, that's like Jimmy Howard, prime Jimmy Howard, Chris Osgood, fucking vibes right there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that would that would be that. And the nice thing is, is Huso's still really young. Yeah. And Matt, oh my God, can you imagine Huso learning stuff from Connor Hellebuck? Oh my God. Seems even better of a goaltender. Yeah. Oh my God, that'd be. <coughs> I mean, that's kind of how the Hellenbuck whole... is like 30, 31. Hellenbuck, or and Huso's 27, 26. Something like that. Um, let me see if I can find. Because there was a whole spiel I saw. The other day, so I know there's a couple of names that the the, uh, the Penguins are looking at. Connor Hellebuck's <coughs> currently thirty. Thirty, okay. Hellenbuck, Huso, I want to say Huso's only like twenty three. Oh, he's a little bit. He's like twenty five. Twenty six. Twenty five. Twenty seven, even maybe. He's still pretty young. Yeah, he's very young for a goaltender. Uh, twenty eight. Twenty eight. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so he's older than I thought he was. Um. But, uh, <clears throat> yeah, a couple of the big names that the Penguins are looking at, um, Helmbuck being one of them, Aiden Hill, who just, you know, won the Cup with Vegas this past season. Uh, John Gibson has been in the rumors to, to, to go home go home and play for Pittsburgh. My favorite goaltender to play against anybody with. <laughs> oh, fuck you. Then <laughs> uh, another one another one from Vegas, Brassois, Laurent Brassois, I've heard, is, is rumored to come to Pittsburgh as well. Is so the final one being who would you... uh, Corpusalo, currently with L.A. So out of those two Vegas goaltenders, who would you rather have? Aiden Hill. If you're, I don't know. if you're, if you're the Penguin, if you're, well, hold on, hold on. Based off of his playoff performance, I'd have to say Hill. I was going to say, if you're in that scenario, you have to either take one or the other. It's like loving one child more than another. But that's, Who that's, are you really, gonna that's really not fair because, you know, uh, Persuade, he got injured in that other series and, you know, obviously he'll have to take over in reigns of Persuade being out with, I think, a lower body injury. Yeah. So I, I feel like both of them had the good, valid points. I mean, for the majority of that Oilers series, we all know how potent that offense can be. Yeah. I'll see. Oilers have a good offense, and Bissouac can. <coughs> I see them easier. get rid of, getting rid of Quick before I see them getting rid of Bissouac. I can't see Quick even retiring before anything. Quick's gonna retire most likely. So this is the post that I was talking about uh, from the other day. This is just a small list of some of the Red Wings free agents coming into free agency. Pius Suter. Alex Ndjokovic, Adam Earn, Joe Valino, uh, Gustav Lindstrom, Robert Hag, Magnus Hilberg, and Alex Chison. Okay. 
I mean, the only like super one that jumps out to me that I think that pops Suter. in my mind that says, "Oh, uh, re-sign him is Suter." Yeah. So who's Alex? What was it? Pison? Ch- Chassian. Chassian. Okay. Who's he? He is Alex a- Chassian. I don't, I. <laughs> He's a rebling. Okay. He's a professional hockey player. <laughs> I think what Bo was trying to get is what position he's. I want to say he's a defenseman. Hold on. I want to play back that sound bump we just made. Soundboard? Maybe? <laughs> he is a. He is or something. Um, <laughs> He's a human being. He's a red wing. <laughs> he also apparently has a four foot fucking neck too. <laughs> so it's like Jeffrey Giraffe, but a human. No, seriously, tell me, does this motherfucker not? Oh have my god! Goal? Does this motherfucker not have a goddamn Jeez, giraffe? How far does Thomas's neck go? Like, does it continue? All it's the way easily to the middle of his sternum. His I was gonna say his belly button, or. <laughs> No, I mean, no, his actual photo in a Red Wings jersey is really bad. It makes his neck look really fucking long. Oh, no. <laughs> like, oh, no. Like, it makes his neck look really... The red makes his neck look really fucking long. Oh, Jeez. Like, the red makes his neck look really fucking... That boy got dick neck. <laughs> <laughs> I just love how... Off top, we've gotten off of you know, daddy long neck over there. <laughs> so, so, anyways, going back to the whole hill. So, again, going back to the whole hill versus scenario. Who do you? What side do you take? I, take, I say Aiden Hill. I'm I'm gonna say Aiden Hill, just barely though, over Brassois. Or is is this as far as who's who? Is so who's staying who's going. Or yeah, who like, would you rather have on your team? Like if you, Aiden Hill, yeah. like, Well, what I was trying to say is if it if it came down to those last two goaltenders, Aiden Hill. I guess I'm the odd man out here. For you see, you see him for yeah, I'm not saying Hill's a bad goaltender. Obviously, he's not. He, he just want he just wanted to stay in the cup for crying out loud. Yeah. And then, just, dude, he was white hot <coughs> that entire fucking playoff series. Yeah, that that entire Palace, final. Palace <coughs> save in game two. Oh my god! Oh my god! That, that entire finals that he was. He, he was, was a brick wall. Yeah. Like, um, <clears throat> I think I'm going to be the split decision, but I'm going to go ahead and help. Some, it's not a really split. Cause yeah. You need the odd man out. Oh, I okay. Order. I thought there was a second for Swan. No. So, I said just barely eight a hill, but yeah. So, anyway. Before we get too involved down into uh, into the NHL, I'm going to jump back over to the Otters and just talk about the Otters for another minute. Uh, they're talking. I've seen rumors about potentially having one of the... The first September home opener since like 2018, 2017. We're saying, I think I saw the date. September 28th is when the OHL is supposed to start their season, and it's rumored Erie's going to have that game at home. Ooh. Like open the season at home for the first time in like five seasons. Oh shit! Yeah, because they, they don't do it often. Because they typically they are on, always on the road for like, like multiple. four, four or five games before they yeah. come home. But this one, one of the first times we might start off at start off at home, then go on the road for like five or six, and I then see, come back home again. I know. I'd be okay with that. Yeah, yeah. I would too. I'd be okay with a September, September hotter uh, game. <laughs> like we get preseason has some early September preseason games. Oh yeah. And then get immediately a home opener at the at the very end. Oh yeah. I was bring on Niagara. 
I said colonists. Is that who the home openers against? No. Imagine. Imagine. Oh. <laughs> that's a, that was the thing. Making a Saturday night against Niagara. That's a thing oh. that Colin and I were talking about. You want to talk about a bloodbath? Yeah. That's, that's a thing we were talking about um, the other night when we were hanging out. Was like, when we were talking about this rumor, like, like who would be the home opener? Because I said there's right now four teams that potentially are right now. Obviously, the U- two U.S. teams, Flint and Saginaw, start off, the, start off the year with the U.S. teams. Or, like, once again, just like last year, start off with London. Which still, that was a that was a lot of fun. See, he, here's my only problem though. If you start off with a rival like London, I feel like it's not going to be as hype. Save that for like. Oh no! Well, it's it's, it's going to be as fucking hype. I don't know. If I you remember the home how hyped it was. I was going to say save that for like the do, second. Do you not or, remember the home opener last I time? do, but I was going to say save that for like the we second or the third. That's like remember how we immediately for the homeowner we had Sweet Caroline yeah. immediately. Already. I was gonna say save that for the second or the third home game, so you let that intensity build and people want to wait for it. That's also true, but don't we, start we, it as a home opener. And they, when they also announced it in you know right around this time last season, we had three and a half months to get ready for that home opener, <laughs> knowing that it was gonna Beautiful. be against London. Like that was yeah. Nice, yeah. by the way. That's what I was saying. Wait, like three or four home games, and then just let the intensity build, and then you have all that intensity, electricity coming in after they're already playing. Right, right. And then the other one was obviously, as mentioned, Niagara, because obviously, Audrey's got the first overall this year, and they got the second overall this year in the draft. So <laughs> Niagara's so bad they couldn't even win the draft lottery. Immediately have the first <laughs> overall pick. <and laughs> Um, Maybe if they were wouldn't stop they would focus on actually winning lottery and not to. fucking bullying people. Come and at me, Niagara. Dare you. Go for it. What does it be? They're not going to score anything anyway, so. They might get a cheap shot in or two, but I mean. No, what is the the name of their podcast? The, uh, the, dog, the dog Pound Pound. Podcast. That's me. Blocked on Twitter. The Fudge Pounder Podcast. <laughs> They just blocked a shit ton of Otter fans because we were chirping them, doing nothing but they that. They blocked all of us. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They did. I don't, I think I'm the, I don't even think I follow them, but. Well, then you're not trying hard enough. Bobo. I don't even have a Twitter, goddammit. I, cu- I have a couple different London fans that have blocked me. I have the whole Niagara fucking Ice Dogs podcast that has blocked me. I'm a savage on Twitter. If you haven't followed me on Twitter, you should do it. Uh, <laughs> He's not. He posts hasn't been my as little, active as recently, but. He posts My Little Pony furry suits. That's, that's, then you should follow me then. <laughs> I, no, that also supposed to stay in the group chat, Kyle. Oh, fine, sorry, sorry. God damn it. Then what are we going to do? Now I'm going to have to drink my sorrows away. Oof, I, I don't know. But all right, moving back up to the NHL. Uh, so a couple of re-signings that we've seen already before free agency opens up. Uh, Montreal Canadiens re-signing forward Sean Monaghan to a one-year, $1.98 million contract. So he will be staying up in Canada for one more year. Sean Monaghan. Uh, the Arizona Coyotes have placed Zach Cassian and Patrick Nemeth on unconditional waivers for the purpose of contract termination. Good. Ooh. Alex Ca- Zach, Zach Cassian does not deserve a contract. Fuck him. Oh, you don't like Zach Cassian? Oh, he's probably my top three hated in the league. Really? I can't, I can't stand Zach Cassian. Uh, the Penguins have re-signed forward Valtteri Pustinen to a one-year contract. 
Uh, the one-year two-way deal will run through the end of the 23-24 season and carries an average annual value of 775000 at the NHL level. Wow. At the, at the QMJ level. <laughs> uh, the Buffalo Sabres have re-signed Ford Zemgis Gergensens to a one-year $2.5 million contract. Um, oh, and we also got the uh, the 2023 Hall of Fame inductees this year, being what Tom Barrasso, Henrik Lundqvist, and Mike Vernon. <clears throat> Two of my Penguin, boys. Former Penguin, former Red Wing, and uh, I think somebody that everybody loves being King King Henrik. You can might not might not like to, like plan against him because sometimes he was a whiny bitch. Oh, he damn, well, he, he would. Bug the shit out of like I'm like, can we score on this fucking dude? But damn, he's a good goaltender. Yeah, he, was, he was one like he's one goaltender in the division that Pittsburgh has faced over the years. I have a lot of respect for. I him. I, I, you guys, I, I don't think I have gotten more frustrated in an opposing goaltender rather than Andrew Hawkins when he was playing against the Penguins. Like it, just the fact that like even last year when he got his number retired, I got a little emotional. The fact that how even though how frustrating he was. I had a lot of respect for him. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you guys obviously know my stance on the king. Yeah. I mean, I mean, he he is known as the king for a reason. Yeah. Not because he way. was no fucking slouch. The man was <clears throat> in his prime. He was a god between the pipes. Honestly, well deserved that fact that he's the first ballot hall of famer in this upcoming class. Like, yes. Well deserved. Very. There are just two other goaltenders I really want to push for that Hall of Fame. Ryan for Miller and... Ryan Miller. Hold on. I know one of them's Ryan Miller. Um, Flurry? No, well, he's not eligible. Well, he's not eligible. How recently did they retire? Uh, it's been a couple years. It's been almost a decade. A couple years? Yeah. Almost a decade. Yeah, so they're oh, obviously... I have no clue. Talking Osgood or Howard? yeah Osgood Osgood, oh, Osgood. Yeah. I think Osgood I is... forgot that Osgood isn't in yeah he's not well, in yet. he was yeah. eligible this year but <clears throat> I know that to me is fucking criminal that's actually yeah. one he's that... he's more more than deserved um, well, do you think he'll get in with do you think he'll get in within the next few years oh yeah he, he should. should he should if, if, if not that's uh... speaking of that this list of top five most wins by goaltender not in the hockey hall of fame. Only one of these still being current. Mark Andre Fleury, number one, at 544. Oh, can I take a guess on who they are? Yeah. So Mark Andre Fleury. Henrik. One of these, I guess, is one of them that got just inducted. Obviously Henrik. Yeah. Uh, Osgood. Hasek. No. No? Hasek's in, I believe. He's already in. Oh, Hasek's he is already in the Hall of Fame. Um, is Kudobin still active? No. no. Oh, I just found that picture too. But one that we just mentioned that Colin wants to get in. Ryan Miller. Ryan Miller. Yeah. And one that I'm surprised mm-hmm. is not in yet. Very shockingly that he's not in. Rene? No. Not yet. He's not eligible for the... Stephen King wrote a book about him. Or about... Uh, uh, about, like, his nickname. Cujo. Oh! Curtis, Curtis Joseph. Joseph. Yeah. At 454 wins for Cujo, 401 for Osgood, and 391 for Ryan Miller. Wow. I guarantee it. That's the one I wrote as a question. I might be blown. I'm not fucking around. Anton Kudovin was a goaltender. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I did have that correct. I don't know if he was quite 
Hall of Fame caliber, though. He uh, wasn't bad. He wasn't bad. Not at, not at all. He's an ugly motherfucker, but he was a decent goalkeeper. Is he? He's, he's, really? he's a weird-looking motherfucker. Hold like, on, hold on. All right, do, do, debate time, because we're kind of on that topic, kind of. So two, well, it's two parts. Well, not two parts, but the first question, Hall of Fame, next year, and all, which first year eligible players should be inducted? You can only take three of the five, or substitute a person, another person in. He looks like the human equivalent of a pug. <laughs> so, yeah, so you you can take three players. You can obviously substitute another player in. Whatever doesn't Wait, matter. What? Uh, which players should be eligible? Like, which first-year eligible players should be inducted in 2024 to the Hall of Fame? I don't know uh, who's fucking eligible in 2024. Alright, if you want to pick three, out, three of the five that are best off, that's fine. Okay. So, Paolo Datsuk, Ilya Kolbenchuk, Patrick Marlowe, Pekka Rene, Ryan Miller, or other. So, immediately, gonna... my, my three, I have my three right now. I Ryan have... Miller... Yep. Pavel Datsuk, Ilya Kovalchuk. Yeah. Those I'll, are easy in my two. Those um, are... I'll Datsuk be... and Miller. I would swap for you. I would swap out Kovalchuk with Rene. You think so? I think That's so. actually who I would yeah. say too. I had Rene as actually, my third. Actually, I'd put Zutterberg in there. Because well, I know Zutterberg's also... Is he not in yet? No. He he's, was in, he's, in the, he's in the Swedish Hockey Hall of Fame. He oh, is wow. not in... He was... The... Wow. He, was, he was supposed to... Like, he was supposed to be in, but they pushed him back. But I would say Zutterberg. Mark Marlowe's eligible already? Well, he'll be eligible next year. Oh, wow. Damn. And then I pick the team with the better, like, which team drafted the better duo? 04 Capitals with Ovi and Mike Green. Or the 05 Pens, Crosby and Tanger. Ooh. You know what? That you is really I'm going to let my bias ring a little bit because he is, a, again, one of my favorite players. I'm going to have to say the Capitals with Ovi and Mike Green because I've always been a big, mean Mike Green fan. I would say Crosby and Latang only for the reason that they are still going strong together. They haven't gone yeah. their separate ways like Green and Ovi did just, what, a couple years ago? They Because Green went over to Detroit eventually, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He spent. That's where I got introduced. <clears throat> that's where you. He spent. I think the the finale, the rest of his career. Around, that sure. yeah, he spent the rest of his career. I think he just recently retired. Or yeah. I don't think I think he officially retired, but he's just not playing anymore. But. Um, that's where I got introduced <clears throat> to him at such a young age was uh, watching him play in Detroit, and he was a fucking animal. Um, so, I mean, I'm, I've am i said I'm going to let my bias completely show because I've been a Mike Green fan since I was a kid. Uh, so I'd say Washington definitely won that one. And especially with what Ovi has done and where he is going. Now the fact that he's... Now the fact that he's less than 100 goals away from breaking Gretzky's record. What, yeah. 91? Or like, was it closer to the 80s? I think he's in the 80s I now. think he's in the 80s. I want to say he's in the 80s now. Wow. Damn. So like, so he, if he has a breakout year, I say if he has a breakout season, he can hit it by the end of next season. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> regardless of bias or not, I'm I'm still gonna say um, Crosby and Latang like together. Like as much as with o, how much respect or Ovi, I'm. Oh, I get shit on all the time for saying Crosby is a better player than 
than overall than Ovi. Ovi, I will not argue. He is the better goal scorer out of the two. Hundred percent going to be the better goal scorer. Ten out of ten times, if you're asking me what goal scorer am I, am I choosing, I'm going to go with Ovi. Uh, but if you're just saying what just what player, what two hundred foot player all around talent, it's going to be Sidney Crosby. Uh-huh. That is also when he's not injured. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That, I mean, I, think of how much more ahead of the point race Crosby would be if he hadn't had all those injuries. Crosby could very easily have two thousand points by now. Just think, he's you know not even fifty, like not even twenty five points ahead of Ovi with almost two hundred less game, uh, games less played. It feels like more like three hundred less. Or so, I don't know. It's quite a significant he, amount. He, less. Either way, like he he doesn't have as many games played as as Ovi does, and he's still beating Ovechkin in the points race. Mm-hmm. That's why I said like no matter what I'll say, no matter how many times we've said it on air, I'll say Crosby's the better pro- overall. But Ovi is the better goal scorer. Hundred percent. Yeah, that's why. Like when people argue, well, who's the, like, you could look at it two categories: overall or goal scoring. Ovi is better in the goal scoring. Crosby overall. It, it depends on how you word the question. If you say yeah. who's the better player, I'm saying Crosby. Who's the better goal scorer? I'm gonna say Ovi. Mm. That now that you break it down that way, that yeah. that is a fair way to put it. Um, so I was just scrolling through my Facebook and I saw there's a page that I follow. Uh, it's a magazine called Hooked on Hockey Magazine. I think I follow them as well. Uh, they have set up a couple of mock trades. Uh, so I'm going to go through the three and see what you guys would think. So the first one is between Detroit and Ottawa. You can guess where this is going. Detroit receives Alex DeBrinkett. Ottawa receives Simon Edmondson, Dominic Kabalik, and a second-round pick. Ooh. That's honestly pretty That's solid. That's actually pretty solid. That's pretty damn solid. No, it's not solid if it's just a trade. It's a mock trade. Mock trade. You know what? You get what I mean. So the next one I think is going to be really interesting is between Buffalo and Calgary. I think I'll somebody see where this is going. So Buffalo receives Noah Hannafin. Calgary receives Victor Olofsson and two second round picks. Hmm. That's also very solid. Yeah. That is very solid. I would do a second and depending on the year, a third. Yeah. I would do like a second and a conditional second. Yeah. Like a third that could turn into a second. Ooh. Actually, it would, I like that. Often yeah, more. I like that. Uh, and then the final one, this one I actually really kind of liked. This is between Colorado and Calgary. We have Colorado receiving Elias Lindholm in a fourth round. Calgary receiving Sam Gerrard, Alex Newhook in a first round. I think Colorado would be... Oh, no. Calgary would be giving up too much. If Calgary's giving up two players... We'll have to no, right. Calgary's giving up just Lindholm, oh, Elias Lindholm in a fourth round pick. Then I think Colorado's giving up a little too much, player-wise. I would say maybe Sam Gerrard in a first or Sam Gerrard in a second. And if you have to give up another player, I would say give up a prospect. Yes. Okay. Not 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 yeah. make one of the big, you know, 23, like a person on the 23-man roster. For Colorado, to but the prospects. I understand with Lindholm being traded because the fact that he's playing because he's planning on wanting out of Colorado, like 
here in the next year, like less than a year now from now, but he wants out. So it would make sense with that trade if it were to go through or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of the Calgary Flames, um, there's a, a bunch of people that are wanting to get out and that Calgary is going to be in desperate clawing for, for rebuilding here. Um, defenseman Noah Hannafin has informed the Flames organization that he is no longer has intentions of signing a long-term contract with the organization, as well as Michael Backlund is also leaning towards wanting out. Uh, the Flames have also made one final pitch to Elias Lindholm and are waiting on his response to their offer, but all signs are pointing to all three of these key players being on the outskirts. So that is three major losses, especially with them losing both Uyghur and um, or not Uyghur, sorry, uh, uh, Kachuk last season. I was thinking... And Goudreau. Yeah, too. Yeah, Kachuk and... That was the other one I was thinking. Goudreau. Goudreau. Um, but yeah, the five of your best players all gone in, the, in two seasons, that's... <laughs> That's rough. Especially seeing how close they got last season or to something. And now they're going to be probably fighting to even make the playoffs again. They'll be lucky to see the playoffs for the next couple of years. And you know who's going to be Battle of Alberta for for a long time at that point? Yeah, still going to be in the Still going to be in the (laughs) Just not by as close of a score. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, The Columbus Blue Jackets have resigned for Matthew Oliver to a two year 2.2. Contract extension, obviously an average of one point one. No, Matthew Oliver. Is it Oliver? Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. Too many twos in there. Too many twos. Too many twos. Exactly. Hey, you kids are dumb. Speaking of Patrick Marlowe, who we just mentioned earlier, he was as player to the hockey operations advisor for the San Jose Sharks. Awesome. New Jersey Devils have resigned Eric Holler, year nine point five million dollar contract extension, with the average being three point one five a season. Hmm. And obviously, your man, the main, the man, the myth, legend, was traded again. Alex Galchenyuk going over to the Nashville Predators in exchange for Ryan Johansson. Team number thirteen. Okay, it was it thirteen? Thirteen, fourteen. Now, I, I watch well, so, thirteen now. So at this point, if I start my jersey collection, can I just buy the same player? Just buy all Galchenyuk jerseys? Dude, <laughs> I would, I would piss my pants if you opened your closet and you had nothing but Galchenyuk. Jersey. I fucking got you. He's been trained nine, a total of nine times. Like, cause obviously, how many fucking teams has he played with? He's played for mm-hmm. Montreal for half his career. When he's played he, for, I think it's only nine. Montreal but he's been in the organization for like thirteen. Different Collins teams. got Ma- teams. Montreal, Arizona, Pittsburgh, Minnesota, Ottawa, Toronto, Colorado, and now Nashville. Yeah, which make eight. He he was Jesus with Carolina Christ. for less. Than, he was with Carolina for less than forty. Got traded to Toronto. No I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I remember like, <laughs> like we saw this. I thought we were like days before, like, did he not just get traded? Like, <laughs> we, we're like, guys, you're not gonna believe this, but yeah, he got I, feel, I feel kind of bad for him because he's been passed around the league like a fifty cent whore. <laughs> yeah, I say like a Seven Eleven whore. <laughs> yeah. Can you just imagine him speaking to his partner, honey? What? I got traded again. You weren't even here for 24 hours. I know! It's, it's like, I didn't put the bed together yet. It's, We're moving. <laughs> it's like Frozen. Where's my super suit? Except for Honey, four different where's jersey. my new team? <laughs> he just lands in Nashville and he gets a phone call with like a fucking Dallas area code. And he's like, son of a bitch. Hello? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I said, he's like Frozen from The Incredibles. We know you're still at the airport, but we just booked you another flight. <laughs> 
Didn't even make it out Dude, of the... if I was him, I wouldn't even answer calls from my agent anymore. I would just fucking ghost my own agent. <laughs> I'd be like, and I'll, be like I'll be just fine out on Twitter You guys are so far. Yeah, yeah. You know the Hartman skit with the iPad? I think so, yeah. <laughs> I like to be winded time before I get fucked! <laughs> I get those types of conversations having with his fucking agent. Pizza said... You should go across the street and get some lipstick because I want you to look pretty when you fuck me! <laughs> uh, another trade between the Arizona Coyotes and the LA Kings. Sean Drusey, or Dursey going over to Arizona in exchange for a 2024 second round pick. Honey, I'll start packing again. <laughs> Don't really need to tell me. <laughs> Uh, Jordan Stahl re-signed for four more years in Carolina with an average of $2.9 million a year. Oh, wow. And uh, that about does it, aside from our 2023 NHL Award finalists. Finalists for the Hart Trophy, Connor McDavid, David Pasternak, and Matthew Kachuk. Mickey D. It's not Connor McDavid anymore. It's Connor McEngaged. Alright, get a ring. Well, at least yeah. somebody out of those two got a ring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Probably it won't be. It's going to be a while. Too bad it's the one that's not even fucking playing. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, what Damn. really has been cracking me up has been seeing all the memes of uh, fucking McDavid and Austin Matthews being like watching Jack Eichel raise the cup for the first time. They're both like tears, just single tears. <laughs> well, yeah, both Matthews and McDavid have like a ton of playoff experience. But in Eichel's first year in the playoffs, he wins a freaking cup in Vegas. And the fact that Eichel got drafted second overall over McDavid, and he gets it before he, he does. <laughs> McDavid's like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm the best player in the league. And yet I still Dude, he was don't on. have it. Fire. Yeah, he was. Oh my god, he was so good. He, he was my runner-up. If yeah. it wasn't Marcheseau, it would have been Jack Eichel for me. For yeah. The, That's for the, uh, what I said. Yeah. You know, it's a fan that like, Jack Eichel made it official. He told the people of the world that Phil Kessel's already eating hot dogs without the cup. <laughs> this is his third time eating hot dogs without the cup, so. Amazing. Phil is a national thrill. Phil the Iron Man thrill. Whatever we do, we gotta keep Phil safe. Keep him, protect him at all costs. Get out of my head! Fuck you! Get out of my head! You all the three you said. I hate how you guys said that in thick and sick. That's what fucking 102 episodes will do to you, man. Yeah. Dude, the same fucking way. Finalist for the James Norris. Defenseman that's voted by the Professional Hockey Writers Association, Adam Fox, Eric Carlson, and Kale McCarr. I think got to go to his third one of his career, Eric Carlson. Yeah, yep. just with the, the bounce back year he was able to have in well, a team like San Jose that also led all the. Well, and another thing you got to think about with Kale McCarr is him getting his peepee slapped like halfway through the season. So yeah, <laughs> that's actually a really fucked up joke. Now that I think about it, given the fact that he was under investigation for sexual assault. <laughs> oh fuck! Let's move on, <laughs> please. Before yeah. I dig this hole any deeper. Uh, Vesna, obviously Put going down to on the shovel. The best goaltender voted by NHL general managers, uh, Connor Hellenbuck, Ilya Sorokin, and Linus Allmark. Uh, I think you got to put playoff playoff performance out of here. I think it's got to go to Allmark. Yeah. After that regular season performance. Yeah. yeah. It's got to go to Allmark. Well, if it goes to anybody else than Allmark, I will be pl- pl- unpleasantly surprised. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, the Ted Lindsay Award, obviously going to the most outstanding player in the NHL, as voted by fellow members of the NHL Players Association. Brad Marchand's nose. Eric Carlson, Connor McDavid, keep, David Patch. Nice clean every shift he plays. Make it yeah, Eric mouse. Carlson, Connor McDavid, or David Pasternak. Uh, this one, I think you obviously got to give to Connor McDavid. Yeah, yeah I'd say uh, I don't think there's much argument there. It's pasta. I say it's a tie between. You're him saying and pasta. pasta. I'd say it's a tie between him and pasta. Okay. I think pasta might have the slight edge over him. Uh, the Calder Memorial obviously goes to the best rookie in the league, as voted by Professional Hockey Writers Association. Maddie Beneers of the Seattle Kraken, Owen Power of the Buffalo Sabres, or Stuart Skinner of the Edmonton They Oilers. all had incredible... Skinner's season. a rookie? Skinner's a rookie. Yeah. What? Then, yeah. then Skinner. Yeah. I was going with Skinner. Maddie, but with said, Stuart being a rookie, he didn't play like a rookie. No, he did not. Not at all. <laughs> so a rookie goaltender? We'll yeah. see how, how often the rookie goaltenders struggle in this league. And he, he did no such thing. Yeah, you if you obviously you told me he's a rookie and you I'm 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 bamboozled. Like, <laughs> bamboozled. like I'm sorry, there's he's no way to What? He's hoodwinked. Hoodwinked! Bamboozled! But listen, I, I, I wanna give that, that booster seat uh, a calder. Let's give him the calder. But uh, regardless, I no no disrespect to Owen Power had a hell of a season, especially yeah, being on Beneers. on a struggling team like Buffalo. How many times we've it's, actually watched? It's got to go to either Beneers or Skinner. Yeah. But if I if I have to give the edge to anybody, I'm going to say Beneers. Yeah, wow. me too. You know, just coming in, coming as a rookie into a a, a young could even say rookie organization. Help push them to the. They pushed them to their first playoff spot, even though they, they never mind, they didn't get jumped in the second round or the first round. That's right, they went to the second round. Yeah, because yeah. they remember they beat Colorado, the defending Stanley Cup champions. Which they ended up being with the first expansion team, Dude. the first expansion team to beat the Stanley Cup champions in their first playoff run or something like that. It's one of those That's weird smart. stats, but yeah, that one I think it's it's got to go to Veneers. I'm actually going to give it to um, Skinner. On Skinner, that. I think we're split down the middle on that one. Uh, the Jack Adams Award going to the uh, best coach. coach for contributed mostly to his team's success. This one voted by the NHL Broadcasters Association. Dave Hackstall from the Seattle Kraken, Jim Montgomery of the Boston Bruins, or Lindsey Ruff of the New Jersey Devils. I'd say, honestly, I'd say Lindsey Ruff. I would say I would say either Hackstall or Lindsey Ruff. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, Jim Montgomery, obviously. I mean, this. I mean. Obviously, able to carry Boston to literally the best regular season team the league has ever seen, but um, I, th- I think it's got to go to Hack. I think Hackstall only for the reason what he was able to, how well he was able to turn that team around from what bottom three of last season to a playoff, a second round playoff team. Yeah, yeah I'd give it to Hackstall. Uh, the Selkie Trophy going to the best defensive forward who plays best defensively in all aspects of the game. Surprise, surprise, Patrice Bergeron is in the final, as well as Nico Heischer and Mitch Marner. Had to be. I'm sorry. I mean, he's what, his fourth? <laughs> I have a real soft spot for Patty B. Yeah, that's going to be. I, I think do too. Either, I know it's at least his third. It might even be his fourth if he wins it. It it's always seems to be like the, either him or O'Reilly in the, in the final Crosby often makes the final as well. Yeah, but more often than not, it's either O'Reilly or Bergeron. Yeah. And, my God, I always had a soft spot for Burgie, yeah. so yeah, me too. And uh, just a couple more here. Uh, the Lady Bing voted to the combined the best sportsmanship and gentlemanly conduct 
and ability as voted by the Professional Hockey Writers Association. Brady Kachuk. Uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. Brad Jack, Marchand, Tom Jack, Wilson. Jack Hughes, Anze Kopitar, and Braden Point. I guess you can say he goes on point. No, Anze. Anze. I was, was, was going to say Hughes for this I one. I was going to say Hughes on this one as well. Yeah, I'd, uh, I'd say it's a toss-up between Hughes and Kopitar. I I might be leaning a little bit more towards Anze. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Jim Gregory, general manager of the year award. Uh, obviously, I don't need much uh, explaining there. Jim Nil of the Dallas What's Stars. Jim Nil of the Dallas Stars, Don Sweeney of the Boston Bruins, or Bill Zito of the Florida Panthers. Uh, I won't be surprised if it goes um, to Don Sweeney of Boston, but I'd give it to Bill Zito. I was, was just going to go for Florida to say the same thing. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think I have to agree with Bill Zito, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, the King Clancy goes to the player who best exemplifies leadership qualities on and off the ice and has made no, noteworthy humanitarian contribu- contri- contribution Jesus, to his time. community. We got all night. No, we don't. Michael Backlund of the Flames, Anders Lee of the Islanders, or Darnell Nurse of the Oilers. I'm going to let my bias ring out on this one because I think he is very underappreciated and he is somebody who I enjoy. Anders Lee. Yep. Yeah. I, got, I was actually going to say the yeah. same guy. I was going to say Darnell Nurse, but uh, I mean, all three of those players I think are, are underrated. I think so too. Uh, but I, I've always said Darnell Nurse is one of the most underrated defensemen in the league. Yeah. Oh, 100%. But, He's uh, fantastic. And Anders Lee, he gets a lot of hate saying he doesn't deserve to be captain, but I think that's, I don't think that's necessary. <laughs> But I, I think he, he just can't stay healthy. He's one of those, he just can't stay healthy. Yeah. Well, and I, I think, think that's why a lot of people. Actually, I want to let you go. No, well, and the big thing is, is my main reason why my bias shows is because he's a Notre Dame alumni. He played hockey for Notre Dame, mm-hmm. and I'm a big fan of Notre Dame hockey. So, uh, that's where a little bit of my bias comes from. Mm-hmm. But I've, even seeing, obviously not physically seeing him. I'd well, shit bricks if I physically met him, but if, actually got but, to watch. Him but play. actually watching him play and then seeing how he acts with his community around him, it's to me, it's kind of a no-brainer. Yeah, that's kind of how I am. Like, I think it's like like Kyle said, they all three are very underrated. Um, but yeah, like with the Islanders saying, "Oh, he doesn't deserve to be the captain," like that's bull. Like, he's well-deserved yeah. of it. Yeah. But I'm still going to give it to Anders Lee. Yep. 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 Dan- Darnell Nurse is very close, though. <clears throat> All right, and finally, the Bill Masterson Memorial Trophy going to the NHL player voted Bigger to best exemplify the qualities of perseverance, sportsmanship, and dedication to hockey, as voted by the Professional Hockey Writers Association. I have my answer hands down. Clayton Keller, Chris Letang, or Alex Stalock? Tanger, I'm Tanger. sorry. Wait, I, I know what people might say, oh, you're just throwing your bias because the Penguins fans today. No. Shut I mean, the fuck oh, up. This, this season listen. alone, he's played through Thank the death of his father, the second stroke of his career, and still put up points as like, points as one of his better he seasons the, that he's had. He led the Pets, Pittsburgh with the most points as a defenseman. Yeah. And missed, ha- missed 20 games this year? Something like that. And I, remember, I remember his first game back playing. Got the hat trick. First game back from his dad passing. He, he got the hat trick. And didn't he also get an OT winner? 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, the home team winner was the hat trick. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Fantastic. I think that, that was one of the highest. That was I think, was I think that was against Florida. Yeah, that it was like eight seven or seven six game against Florida. I, I swear that was like you couldn't have written a better comeback. I think that might have been the night I broke one of my remotes because I was getting so fucking pissed off at that game. Yeah. Like, every time we scored, Florida would tie it right back up. That well, was, 10 made it 6-5, they tied it right back I up. I remember I posted on my own Facebook page. I'm like, that was probably the most sloppiest game I ever watched the Penguins play. Yet, they still got the win. I'm like, was it? I was thinking Tanger getting the, the hat-trick hat -trick winner. What, still first was, game back from his dad's dad's passing. Yeah. yeah it's just, it's like, stories like that rate themselves, man. You know, another emotional one that did it recently. I know TJ Oshie did that a couple years back after his dad passed away. Well, he, he scored a hat-trick his first game back. Well, I just remember, like, he won that standing cup with Washington. And his dad, who was already, obviously already got the diagnosis of Alzheimer's, was in the crowd, and you could tell just like TJ was tearing up, and his dad oh, was. One of my favorite quotes, most emotional quotes ever. His his post game speech. He goes, "You know, my dad diagnosed with Alzheimer's. He doesn't remember much, but you can bet your ass he's gonna remember this one." And like yeah. that just instant yeah. waterworks yeah. for me, man. That's, yeah, me too. Yeah. I, I just I know you get me chills just talking about it now. TJ. I, I have come to have a really deep appreciation for TJ. He's him. He's one of the ones that got me into hockey. Oh yeah. Like I've I've always had a love for TJ Oshie. No matter what team or logo that I despise is on his chest, I'm always going to support TJ Oshie. Yeah. Mm. TJ Oshie could be the one player that would go to Philly, and I would still support TJ Oshie. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see about that. <laughs> oh, I, I can promise you, you have my word on that one. But yeah, that wraps it up for the NHL awards finalists. Uh, think we um, got got our words in there pretty pretty well. I have a question for you guys that Show I want to bring up. So I sent this. I would say, well, I sent this. Hey, go fuck yourself. I sent this to you guys about the whole uh, themed warm-up jerseys being bumped. That's so not. That's not here. Okay, that's not, not here. I think it's too. Yeah, that's too. Too soon. Not too soon. Just too. It's too controversial of a topic okay. to talk about on this. Show. I figure I'd at least bring I, it some up shows and, would, but I it's just something I think we personally should stay stay away from. Because I know Dude, we all I know have, I have different would, opinions. I know I would, I easily have something to say about that, but that but I don't want to say right now. There, there. I was gonna say, speaking of heart, like tear jerk, like heart string pulling moments. I think there is one one memory that we, the three of us, had in recent moment. I uh, memories going all the way back. It was actually over five months ago. You'll recognize it by the first call. Oh, uh, Ryan Miller's jersey retirement, man. Yeah. That's... That, as soon as RJ made that call, it's like, ah! Like, you had a, a fangirl yeah. moment. Like, you've never seen this big of a guy like myself have a fangirl he said that he goes, he goes, I thought I had said that for the last time, but boy, am I glad it was not the last time. <laughs> <laughs> that still was... Regenerate, he, baby. He still oh, was one God. of the best, like, two... And like announcer, play like call like play, play by like play. Mm. He's still one of the best to, to call the game and that. Another one that it will always pop into my head, you know, randomly is the Mayday! Mayday! Like that call? That's still or one of the la 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 you gotta show between, I between, got cramped. Wow. wow. Between him and Mike Lenn. Mike yeah. Lenn, yeah. Had, had two of the had two of the best in the business. 
No questions asked. No doubt. Alright guys, that about wraps up season three of the Buckbuster podcast. Before we officially hit end recording for the final time this season, let's go around and give our final thoughts. And uh, we're going to take a shot after our final thoughts, each taking this week from this bottle of Romana Simbaca. No, Simbuca. Simbuca. No, no, uh, no, what's I'm looking for? No advertisement there right now. No, but... But, I mean, if you, if you, if you no want... sponsorship, that's what I meant to say. If, but, if you uh, want to sponsor we're, us... We're not going to say no to that. But, no? But, uh, Ethan, final, final words for the season? Um, thank you guys for an amazing season. Obviously, we've put out the biggest numbers that we've had since we've started this show. Uh, it's been amazing to see how far the show has grown uh, over the last three seasons now. And... Uh, very grateful I get to do it. Very grateful I get to be a part of this team. And Matthew Kachuk is still a cunt. <laughs> I don't like big speeches. I don't like giving speeches. Honestly, I fucking suck at them. Just like, you know, Tom Wilson sucks in being a human being. But. <laughs> hey, do you mind? No, not at all. We're trying to have a moment here. You're taking I'm trying off. to have a tearjerker, okay? You're taking oh, he's off. trying to have a jerker of some sort. <laughs> no, that was earlier, but um yeah. Or is that later? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I suck at speech just like just like Tom Wilson sucks at being a decent human being. Cause you know, they're both dumpster fires, but yeah. Let's go get that new merch, right? Hell yeah. Yep. Jesus. Fuck. I need a I need a paper towel. <laughs> yeah, given the fact that you wore about half of that, Mister Bubba. Oh, honestly, it's been a hell of a lot of fun. It has been a fun ride these last three seasons. I can't wait to drop merch. I can't wait to have a more experiences with everybody in this room. More experiences with co-stars and merch and special guests you name it so to all of our listeners out there and supporting us cheers god damn i know that much but week <laughs> that wasn't even that um, much i was literally a shot and yeah it sounded like a broken record with the first three four first four of us here but uh you guys this season in general the fans that all the amount of numbers that we have been shown and been given this season and how many times we've been recognized too. yeah like it's, it's mm-hmm. been it's been not only i'm assuming motivating to all these guys but definitely motivating to me to keep this going and to to, to look forward and want to come here each and every single week yeah for um, sure. it's it's been incredible you know when we started this did i see us lasting this long probably <laughs> no. Not. Fuck no i know no. we just said okay let's do a season maybe two seasons and see how it goes and we started to see the increase in in, in popularity shoot up last season and has done so even more this season. And uh, I love you guys, you know. And I, I could not see myself wanting to be here and coming to do the show with anybody else every single week. No. Cheers. Chug, 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 chug. Weak. <laughs> I don't like that. Ew. <laughs> it's good. I have less like sponsorship. <laughs> the aftertaste is really good. Kind of sweet. Okay, that after that after settle is not bad. But no. That initial days was. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's not sitting well. <laughs> oh. I mean, we're also all on empty stomachs. Well, so. and this is also known as a digestive. 
meaning it's herbal and it's actually good for you. So stuff like this, Uzo, Jaeger, stuff along the on along those lines are actually, believe it or not, very good for gut health because of the herbs that they have in it. May the fat men live. <laughs> well, I'm going to pull Ethan here. <laughs> I, think, I think all the guys have said the best, like, this has been incredible. Another incredible season. What? And Matthew Kachuk is still a cunt. <laughs> except, except for how much hate you have for him. But I can understand where you get it from after watching the playoff. But digress. Thank you. But digress. Right. I I enjoy coming here every single week, like talking hockey, regardless. The amount of support we've had the last three years has been seasons been. Incredible. Um, I'm excited for more seasons to come in the future, um, and I'm excited to talk more hockey with my my four best friends right here, sitting around this table. Oh yeah, um, talking hockey. And excited for talking hockey, getting angry at Bobo. <laughs> <laughs> no, the angry Bobo part's a year-round thing. It's not just at this table. <laughs> yeah. That's but, that, that's facts. And you know, we're just eye rolling at Bobo as the year round. But as always, yeah, like yeah. make it. We love you, buddy. But uh-huh. making more memories with you guys, like I'm just excited for what's to come in the future. But here's to you guys and to our fans. Chug, every chug, every chug. group needs a lightning rod, oh and God. you're that lightning oh rod. Oh, oh my God. Jeffy just out. Oh my God, Jeff. Ooh. Dude, damn! This is face out. Who's like, dude? This is uncomfortable. Dude, he just knocked that motherfucker back like a beer. <laughs> I gotta give it to Jeff on that one. That was, that was hell impressive. All right, all right, and I think that about yeah. It. Keep keep it on social media. Whether it's we are know, going to this is probably gonna be our most active that we will be yes. in the off season on social media. So yeah. check yep. it out. Yeah, definitely, when, definitely have some things planned for some some YouTube videos, some YouTube challenges here and there in the off season. Well, when, mostly announcement-wise, it's going to be a lot that we're going to be announcing this offseason. And it's well, going to be very exciting, too. So make very, sure well, when, we have a lot planned, a lot stored in the back of our, our tiny little minds here. That we can, I we can even that. Call it. Our, our, oh, fuck, we need to get on this. Like, <laughs> I, think all five, I think all five of us collectively can add up to a, a full bra- full-size brain. So, <laughs> No, two brain cells, two brain cells. <laughs> But when, you know, as I say, whether it's on the the book post or social media, Twitter, TikTok, whatever, or personal stuff, because I know we do a lot of stuff personally. Yeah. Especially Twitter between you know Kyle and I here every on once, Twitter. Every once in a while, I will, but not as much as but Colin or Kyle. Keep keep, keep an eye on. I know. Uh, 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 I know. I do a bunch of personal. <laughs> <laughs> I know I, I know I do a bunch of stuff independently, but I'll try, I'll probably do a couple of things here and there too uh, on my whatever platform might be might be on t- on Twitch or Twitter or whatever. So keep an eye out on that stuff. So <laughs> Ethan break himself for one last time this season. No, but Colin's little fucking spasm. Man. I, said it, I said it, wouldn't have said it better. I think Bobo said it better a couple of times. Now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, and by the way, this summer, I do have kind of some, another thing that I want to personally announce, because for my personal stuff, um, for those who don't know, I do belong to a gaming team called Regiment Gaming, great guys and gals, uh, it's all veteran, all military gaming team, um, 
starting this summer now, I am going to start streaming on both Twitch and Kick. Ooh, um, and I'll be working on getting my affiliate with Twitch. And the beautiful thing about uh, the team I am a part of is we are actually sponsored by G Fuel. That's dope. So, most of our members have uh, discount codes. So, hopefully, by the time this next season drops, I will have a discount code that we can drop. Yeah, I didn't dope with G Fuel. So. I didn't realize you guys did self promotions in this in, in the podcast. Now, what the fuck? I've been missing out this whole time. <laughs> no, it's just I just wanted to. Get on spiel is so that's definitely something. If it, once if it happens in this off season, check out our social media. Check out Ethan's social media. Yep, uh, and it's, well, like I said, it's going to be probably one of our most active social media wise off seasons that we've ever had. So and yeah, and be sure when I am streaming, come join me on Twitch, and you guys can see a new questionable side of me. You can watch Ethan rage at video games. Oh, I yeah. <laughs> oh, I was running Modern Warfare two today, and I. Was saying some fairly colorful shit. So <laughs> if, if, if you're a type of vulgar sense of, if you have a vulgar sense of humor and you're looking for some entertainment, come follow me on Twitch and follow Colin on Twitch too. If you like getting your eardrums blown out every single time, well, I'm the guy for you because I'm the one who's always doing it. So, <laughs> all right, guys, thank you guys again one final time so much for a phenomenal, fantastic, <clears throat> bucking. Season three. Oh, crap, I can't do the voice because it's copywritten. <laughs> yeah, it's I, there's only one voice I can do that's not copywritten. But, uh, yeah, you better come check us out. Yeah. Yeah, baby. You tell Johnny. <laughs> Thank you, guys. And we will see you guys next season. Bigger and better than ever. Check it out. Yeah, you do it. We'll yeah, you tell me later. Yeah. Love you, guys. Do it. Yeah.